0: With us today is Nicole Galinas, and she is a uh, columnist at the New York Post and a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, one smart lady. Uh, Nicole, the budgets are out in New York City, the budgets are out in New York State, the the governor has spoken, Uh, tell us what this all means.
1: Good morning, John. Thanks for having me on again. Well, the mayor and the governor are somewhat at odds with what they're saying. The mayor, in presenting the city budget, is acting as if Things are a lot better than they were in November. So last November, which is not all that long ago—it's only two months ago—he was saying we're in a major crisis. We're not going to be able to add new police classes. We're going to close the libraries on both weekend days instead of just Sundays. Uh, we're going to cut all kinds of after-school programs. So he he kind of painted a picture of a dire situation. Now, two months later. He's saying things are miraculously better. The city tax revenues are coming in better than expected. He doesn't have to cut the police. Uh, Only the libraries have to be closed on Sundays, not both weekend days. Uh, but the governor is telling a different story. You know, the governor is is saying uh, we're we having to eat into our reserves, even though we're not in a recession. She needs to take half a billion dollars from reserves to pay for the migrant spending. And the governor, at least to her credit, is saying that we we're going to have to cut spending. She says, you know, we, we've been increasing education and Medicaid spending, in particular, by double double digits over the past few years including the previous two budgets that she was responsible for and we just can't keep that up forever the problem is she's not actually doing it you know she's still increasing state funded spending a little bit faster than inflation because as the federal covid relief money goes away she's she wants to make up for that with state taxpayer money you know that can't last forever i mean event trying to uh, fill this this federal spending with state spending rather than cut back a little bit as that federal spending uh, goes away. that would be a better idea, but both of them agree that the migrant crisis is not going anywhere. The city projects we 're going to have ninety thousand migrants in city shelter by by the fall that would be up from seventy thousand today. And the city projects that the migrants are not going anywhere. They think we're going to have 90,000 migrants in city shelter indefinitely. So the city's still spending at least $4 billion a year on migrants, and the state planning to spend $2.5 billion a year on migrants in the next budget.
0: Understood. Uh, And uh, tell us, uh, was was did something really happen in the budgets? Uh, was it anything different? Or did Mayor Adams, uh, uh, the people that uh, uh, add up the numbers, miscalculated in November, uh, what do you think happened? What do you think the difference is? Uh, and uh, Governor and Governor Hochul said uh, they had some uh, anticip- un- unanticipated positives in what happened, uh, and that's why uh, they were better off, too. Um, just... Tell us the truth, whatever.
1: Yeah, I think it's more that the city was purposely trying to make things seem really bad in November because the mayor thought he would get President Biden's attention. You know, the mayor was going around all last summer and fall all saying migrant crisis is going to destroy the city. This is the worst fiscal situation uh, the city has seen in, in decades Uh and making all of these uh, threats of cuts to, to basic public services, you know, not just the police, but picking up the garbage and so forth. I think the mayor thought, you know, Biden would say, well, we can't have this uh, having the the biggest city descend into chaos would be bad for reelection against, uh, against Trump. And, uh, but the, And the mayor hoped Biden would come through With billions of dollars in federal money That hasn't happened The White House seems to have no interest In helping the city out with the migrant crisis So as soon as the mayor realized Biden didn't really care what he was saying He kind of had to backtrack Because people are blaming the mayor For all of these service cutbacks You know, his approval rating is at record low For any mayor So he knew he kind of had to reverse some of his proposed cuts and show the numbers looking better. Unfortunately, it doesn't do much for his own credibility. I think the governor has been more steady. You know, the governor's uh, change in projections is not as dramatic as the mayor's and the governor was not going around saying that we're in a
0: major crisis. And so there's less
1: surprises in the governor's budget than there were in the mayor's budget.
0: Uh, Understood. Um, as far as, uh, you know, and I, I saw Kathy Wilde a couple of days ago and I said oh, with the budget, we used to have uh, uh, three strikes an hour on Rockefeller. I mean, what is it now? Is it 15, 20, 25? I mean, right. at what point do we put some of these people away because they're, they're not, they shouldn't be living with uh, other human beings?
1: Right. It's an unlimited number of strikes with, with many, many crimes, uh, including shoplifting. I mean, they're prosecuting recidivist shopl- shoplifters only after dozens and dozens of arrests. Um, you know, the governor is, is talking very well on crime both last week and this week. In her state of state, she was very clear. We can't have random, Attacks like the attack in Grand Central Terminal that we had on Christmas Day where the two teenage girls were attacked by a mentally disturbed individual with a long arrest history. Governor was clear that we can't have uh, the things in the drugstores locked up behind plexiglass. You know, that makes everybody uncomfortable. But it's not clear that what she proposes will fix the problem. I mean, she's proposed more money for state police, As the the merchant's lobby has pointed out, state police doesn't really deal with shoplifting crime. I mean, this is really a local police matter, and where it's getting bogged down is not in policing. It's getting bogged down in the prosecution and the incarceration. So unless she can kind of change some of the DA's minds on prosecuting these crimes— People may say, you know, you said you were going to fix the problem and you didn't. But at least to her credit, she said she's going to work on
0: fixing the problem. So we know who to hold responsible if she doesn't, which is her. Understood. Anything else you want to tell the uh, New Yorkers and uh, uh, you know, are we going to be able to bring back New York? Um, I mean, I would just point out on the budget cuts, you know, the library started
1: closing on Sundays in December it's not very expensive to keep the libraries open seven days a week. I mean, you're it's, you're not chump copying. change, isn't it? Yeah, and so to cut the library's hours to save a minuscule amount of money, I think it's something like twenty-three million. Um, it really sends the wrong message. I mean, you you have if you have Orthodox Jewish children who can't they can't go to the library on Saturday, uh, at least not if they want to use the computers then they can't they won't be able to go on Sunday because the libraries are closed on Sunday. And and also, you know, other children, maybe their parents are working on Saturday, maybe they want to go to the library both weekend days. You know, these are very important resources for parents and children as well as elderly adults. And so, you know, for the mayor to say we everything is all better, but we're still going to keep the libraries closed on Sunday uh, maybe it's not the smart. best sign to send to people.
0: Yes. Nicole Galinas, thank you for bringing everybody up to date, and uh, God bless you, and I pray for New York, and I love New York, and uh, I hope we continue to be able to continue to live here in a civilized world. Thank you so much.
1: Me too. Thank you, John. Talk
0: to you later. Bye.